Welcome to the eighth episode of the Kind of an Expert podcast. My name is Corey Tyndall, and I'm so excited for you to be listening to this one. In this episode, I sit down with one of my friends and hilarious comic, Daniel Parafan, who happens to be a investment banker during the day at his day job. Uh, so we sit down to talk about finance, stocks, and uh kind of how the whole system works as well as how uh, younger people can start getting involved, trying to make stocks a little less intimidating for people maybe in the younger age bracket who don't have as much money saved up. So uh, this episode was informative. This episode was funny. We tried to keep it light, so I'm excited for you guys um, to hear it. Daniel Parafan, uh, like I said, comedian in New York City. Um, you could catch him at just about every club in the city, uh, and his Instagram is below in the show notes. So let's just get into the episode. Drunk, 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 drunk. Drunk, 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 drunk. drunk. Like all the way drunk. Like, I'm woo, angry drunk. I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be a fall over drunk than a angry drunk. For sure. Yeah, At yeah. least people like don't take you seriously. Yeah, I'm an angry drunk. When I get drunk, like to the point of excess, like all the way. Not just like, not just drunk when you're like, oh, bleh, I'm drunk. Yeah. Like to the point where somehow you got four cups of coffee in you and you keep going. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm that like angry drunk. <laughs> Who do you get angry at? Life? I don't know. I just get <laughs> mad at that I'm existing every day. I'm like, why am I still existing? Are you like punching yourself in the face or like taking it out on other people? Depends on the person. See, that'd be funny if you were just taking it out on yourself. Oh, yeah, I do that too. <laughs> yeah, I but angrily, you just do it I don't Instagram. hit myself. I mean, no, you just shame yourself Angrily, on bitterly, like staring in the mirror like, what have we done to our lives? <laughs> if you're like an old cowboy at a saloon in the, in the 1800s, it's like... Bro, this is not the way men should live. <laughs> Man, I, I guess I don't understand it because your life's going pretty deep. Like, you have a pretty decent life, it looks like. Not really. I, I mean, yes and no, like anything else. Sure. There's yeah, ups yeah. and downs. Uh, right I mean, now, you're not is, homeless. That's true. Not yet. Right now is the, uh, it's all ebbs and flows, right? So I'm in an ebb right now where, like, I sort of, uh, things have slowed down. Comedically, unfortunately, I've gotten a little older than most of the comics. Yep. Uh, so that definitely is a negative thing. Yeah. Uh, industry hasn't really picked up on anything I've sort of pitched or uh-huh. anything I've written, anything I've tried to uh, sort of audition for. No one's really picked me up on. Okay. Um, I mean, that's all luck, right? That's uh, no, not all luck. No, no, no. But a, a large a chunk of talent, it. ability, talent, ability, uh, persistence. Persistence, persist. What did I forget that you word? Mean I have to put in effort. I don't just like. No, I know. No, there's no like. There's no. Uh, no more stories of a guy Shit. from like. Hey, I'm from Gersh. You got it, kid. Yeah. You gotta email these guys. He shows up. He's working in the cornfield. I could do something with you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I lost <laughs> position in like. That's what I'm counting on. I lost position in two clubs, which unfortunate, which is unfortunate. But like, was that because of your angry drunkardness? Sort of. Uh, definitely tied into it somehow. <laughs> it's uh, all coming together. No, what it was, it was there was a period <laughs> where I was drinking heavy, so I had to sort of step back, and it affected not necessarily in the moment. But for further mistakes down, you know, my like you get three strikes, if you will. Yeah. So I, my two strikes were up already. Woo. And any other time they would have forgiven that. But they were like, you fucked up too many times. Yeah. 
This is like this is the needle in the haystack. Not the this is the straw on the camel's back. Yeah. Which happens. I mean, it's not a big deal. And then I know down the line I could still go back to those clubs. Sure. It's not a permanent thing. I didn't just they didn't just fire me. Which I've seen comics do that. Yeah. They've been fired or not fired, but rather it's like completely unbooked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm still on the books. I just right. I'm not. They're being just like, actively booked, which ride, is different. They're like ride the bench for a little bit. Basically, basically. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Which like, but I've seen some <laughs> comics like lose like their position or yeah. like their bookings, and they kind of fucking flip out and go fuck you, like that kind of shit. Yeah, I guess like the the thing that confuses me, and maybe it's just because like I have a normal job during the day, but like all these guys that are, and it's it's almost always guys that this happens to. One hundred percent. All these guys that are. Always that are doing this, dudes. I'm just like, that wouldn't fly at a normal job either. That's like, true. Why, are, why do you think, like, yeah, the boundary is a little bit looser well, in comedy, a lot but if more. you treat it like it's not, you're not going to fuck up. That's true, too. That's true, too. But at the same time, I mean, the sometimes the organic and liquid nature of it is what drives a comedic force in the first place. Sure. So we need that. They can't have another um, job. Fortunately. <laughs> so you, you, you need that sort of, yes, you do need a certain level of professionalism where you compose yourself and act in a certain way. Uh, but at the same time, there is a level where uh, the impulsive nature comes out, but that can create great art in the moment, yeah. which is a, so hard to, not hard, it's actually it's so hard to pinpoint exactly where the line is between one and the other. Yeah. But if you don't write it correctly, if you're, if you're going to write it, if you don't write it correctly, you can end up crashing out, which is what happens to a lot of comics. For sure. I mean, that's why it's, it's, it's fucking hard. You got to toe that line. Absolutely. I mean, but even then, I mean, most people can't, which is why some people flunk out. Yeah. Well, I personally, I'm a, I mean, essentially what you're saying is there's the flame out, which is like really try and get good art really fast by being crazy and living exactly like an insane life, Correct. like a um, Chris Farley-esque thing. Exactly. I much more lean towards the like, nah, I'm, I'm playing the long Pretty game. Long I, game. I, which I plan is on fine. living there's for no... 60 more years. If it takes 20 <laughs> to get here, then like whatever. It's just fine. <laughs> I mean, there's no – I don't understand why people have – or even just an average career where you just have yeah. a career that's just normal, just maybe income, money. doing this. You're not getting superstardom. Yeah. But you're also creating good enough art where it's funny. Yeah. And you're – like you're an average amongst your peers and yeah. I never understood why people look down on what the average is for a certain work style or lifestyle or art style yeah you're still the average in the top one that means yeah you're in the bulk yeah like, yeah exactly like if we're talking about rich people we're talking about you know the 500 millionaires yeah and, and you're like uh, oh and the billionaires are looking down at I'm sure but everyone else is looking up like oh that's so fucking cool oh, I'll never be a billionaire oh yeah, right. no no I like the the two guys that I like the most, I would say, are uh, or I, I try and model like a, a career after the most are Kyle Kinane and, and Tom Segura. Oh, and they both yeah. just like Tom Segura is more popular. He he did a better job of like putting it on Netflix and getting lucky when Netflix was still young. But all they did was just like do their thing, get funnier, and then slowly but surely they just built up this base of fans and it's like happening completely organically where you've got like the opposite would be someone like Jabuki Young White Correct. who one that's never going to be me like I'm, I'm not nobody's ever going to show up with that same analogy where like I think you got something kid like that's not how yeah, yeah. this is going to go for uh, in my situation but like do you have 200,000 Twitter followers or is that yeah man I'm like close <laughs> if you could give me the extra 10k to get there I think it'll really change my life yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Nah, so. I'm at like 500. No, Twitter, nothing. I, I've got well, like He definitely 50 used followers. that platform. I mean, hands down, in one of the best ways I've ever seen. Yeah. Besides being an amazing joke writer. And, Wait, Tom Segura? No, I mean. Uh, Jabuki. Jabuki. Yeah, 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 yeah. Besides being an amazing joke writer, he yeah. also used that platform to his best advantage. He built up a following. And oh, yeah. Just how I just mean them. how fast it happened. Like, just the yeah. fact that it was like, okay, Twitter, 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 Daily Show. Like, yeah. and then Netflix, and then Comedy, like, Central, Comedy Central, and it's just like, he's just fucking everywhere, and he's, and he's hitting all these he's demographics. Really nice guy, too, on top I've, of that. Yeah, I've heard he's he's a great guy, and I'm not, I'm not knocking what he did. I'm just saying that that's unrealistic for anybody, really, but there are some people that try really hard to do that, where in my mind, I'm like, no, I'd rather play the long game of, like, you know, get really good in over 10 to 12 years do more podcasts like just build it up organically correct but i don't know what i'm fucking talking about that might be the wrong thing to it do it doesn't matter five, that's the thing years. there's no real one way to say you're wrong or right no, no one literally no one can point at you and say this is how you do it this is how you don't yeah no one correct because it's art so it's yeah. fluctuating you can just say so and so doesn't like me so let's say for example let's set up a, a dynamic here uh Let's just say one agent at a certain talent agency is going up their ranks because they're still at work too, right? Mm -hmm. So these talent agents have rivals in their own companies, uh, people who don't like them. So all of a sudden they get fired. So they lose all their clients to yep. another rival talent agency. The person that was coming up the ranks gets their position. That person just happened to like you because you've been around 20 years. Yeah. They know you're stable enough. So they kind of go to you instead of the young upstarts. Yeah. And then they help you out. It's the same with a day job, too. I mean, like, you're right. It's the same with the ranks. Exact, it means nothing. I, I try and think of comedy as, like, the... It's, it's really just a business. Like, you've got your CEOs, the top line, your Joe Rogan, Correct. your fucking Bill Maher, Kevin Hart, And people whatever. who built like, their own companies everybody knows from nothing. Them. Yes, yeah. exactly. But then you've got, like, everybody on the bottom, and so often we see fucking uh, just, like, kids come in and they try and jump spots. They're Correct. like, no, I want to be the CEO. Yeah, who does? They're just immediate. And you, if you think about it, like it's a, a day job or a business, you don't fucking apply to be the VP of strategy when you're 22. That's not how. I mean, you could try. Well, yeah, but you're not gonna get it. And then you just get shot down, and the company's not gonna hire you because they're like, what the fuck is this kid thinking? True. And if you think about it in that same way, it kind of keeps you like level. Grounded. And yeah. Once, yeah, exactly. And every there's once also in a while. no guarantees either way or the other. That's well, the problem. Sometimes there's just really fucking smart people that come in. You're like, you're fucking promoted. You're great at this. Yeah. Uh, and that happens with comedy too. But, I mean, yeah. You know this. You got a you got a day job. You do what? Banking? What's your official title? Uh, sort of banking. I have my series six, sixty three, and uh, life. So um, for people that have no idea what that means, like me, it means I can trade in uh, certain investment assets. So you're you're sitting in like banks and just like trading stocks back and forth. No, not directly. I can sell them. So you a series seven seventy nine. Those other ones are, are bigger. Why? You you are essentially you selling can't, them for you can't the bank. get licensed. So right now, I actually stepped away from my job. So like right now, uh, I'm technically not registered. So because I'm not registered, if you look me up, I'm still in the Finner database. Because I double checked today, I'm still in their database, but I have two years. So that they give you two years to um, to get another finance position or be hired by another firm. You can't. The way these licenses work, so whenever anyone says, like, I have my series this, if you ever hear the word series, yeah, uh, what it really means is that a financial firm backs them. 
Got it. You can't actively hold a series license. If uh, you're not working. Basically. But FINRA is the one who sort of registers these representatives. Uh, I'm part, I'm a registered rep. So that means I can sell as a representative for uh, uh, the Securities Exchange Commission that kind of oversees all this. For a firm, a broker dealership, I can sell for them. Got to it. people. Okay. Uh, there is oh, wild. Okay. So I'm, think of like it's, it's like it's, a, all it's almost like a, it's almost like a building, right? <laughs> yeah. So FINRA is up top. They're kind of um, they kind of over they register us. They register broker dealerships. The Security Exchange Commissions is a self regulating organization, and they oversee everything. Okay. And the SRO is the best part about that about the SEC is that they're uh, they. I always thought it was kind of fishy, even learning about it in sort of training. SRO so stands for self self regulating organization. Okay. Uh, so they, I always thought it was kind of silly. Because so that would be a bank. No, that's the SEC. Got it. Okay. They're self regulating. Yeah, yeah. Now that's really important. So is Finra. Finra is self regulating. Yep. Uh, something that I always thought it was kind of fishy about that was that they, by the very definition of their name, they're monitoring themselves. So there's no government <laughs> intervention. There's no like oversight committee. You know, like, uh, in Washington, they're always dope. like these watchdogs. You know how they have watchdogs and yeah, stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we need to break up these banks. So, like we need to like yeah. get more insight. They're the ones that kind of go, nah, we can take care of our own problems. Don't worry about <laughs> it. We're, we're our own All guys. Right. What are you doing? So, well, I guess we'll just get to the overarching question here. How fucked is the American economy? I mean, what are you going to say? I don't have as extensive knowledge as people with the up top top. I'm just imagine if I was the bottom of the period, but... Uh, I would say, especially now, what we have like an eleven-year bull run. It's it's been too high for too long. I think things have cooled off. I think the Dow dropped about three hundred points today due to the impeachment Shit. trials. Did you see it? No. Yeah, this that was watching actually. The, Wait, the impeachment or the Dow? Well, both at the same time. So I was watching on CNN and Ooh. you see actively the Dow drop. Like every Man. every minute the impeachment trial was going on, the Dow kept dropping more and more. And I think it ended up like negative three hundred. Didn't double check, but I know when I was watching, it was down two hundred points. Holy shit! I mean, yeah. okay. So tell me, tell me how far off base this is, because I I had this realization a while ago, and then it was reconfirmed today since we were looking at private equity firms at at my day job. But I mean, the whole economic system in the United States is essentially based off what people think it's going to be worth, right? Sort of. Yes, like, I know. I mean, if there's you no... if you think it's worth more, if it's going to be worth more, you buy. If you think it's going to be worth worth less, then you sell. So if everyone just agrees that it's going to keep growing, then there never will be a recession via Wall Street. Like obviously the housing can crash, but like all this is built up and it's the same with like private equity not, firms. Not, okay, so not necessarily. All their assets. So not necessarily. That you're looking okay. at it in the most simplistic format of yes. if it just was stocks. Okay, so let's just say for the person listening on this, so if you've heard my track record, I have about ten years in the banking industry and I have those regulatory licenses. Uh so I do have some knowledge. I mean I, I used to work down here actually in this entire area. I worked over there by uh <laughs> I uh, haven't told anyone where this is. Oh, so I won't just say know where it is. We're in a WeWork. Just know, just yeah, yeah. everyone just needs. <laughs> oh damn it! I can't even say the area. Just no, no. I mean Lower Manhattan. There's like seven WeWorks down here. Okay, we're in okay. Lower Manhattan. Okay. They know it's it's okay, uh, okay. New York City. So we, had, uh, I used to work in a high. Let's just say high influence area. Okay, how about that? So yeah. I used to work in a high end, <laughs> high end, high influence area. Um, I had um, sort of done that for a number of years and 
I liked it a lot. Believe it or not, it's fun. Uh, yeah, so, giving away other people's money is fun. Yeah, it's I great. can't believe it. <laughs> it. Paid a lot. Uh, the pay, not the, the pay. The salary is crap. Yeah. The the incentives were amazing. A lot of commissions. Oh yeah, but they Ooh. they want you to keep trying. And don't forget, I still had to work with three other guys. So yeah. each one of them got an increasing incentive. So the company's making that much money that they can pay out three or four different guys X amount of dollars, even on a one-time payout. Yeah. They're making that much money on this one person. Yeah. That's how much they can pay out. Yep. Um, I won't go into specifics of the numbers. Just know that that's the case. Okay, so skipping <laughs> back to what you're talking about, you're yeah. talking about an ideal system. You're not talking about a system where you're uh, there's different um, options to sort of invest in. So you're talking about a straight, direct line of a company chops up uh, stocks and that's it. You're mm-hmm. not making um, any kind of options betting. So ah, uh, for okay. anyone listening right now. Um, and me, honestly, I don't yeah. know. What you're okay. So say let's just say a company, right? <laughs> any yeah. company in the yeah, world, yeah, yeah. any yeah. company, WeWorks, fuck out, pick WeWorks, right? Yeah. So they're, they're a company, they're a regular company. Uh, they're a mom and pop WeWork shop, right? So eventually, this, <laughs> yeah. At one point, WeWorks was a mom and pop. It was shop, just a little right? start. Well, a little startup. They they it took so much capital. <laughs> Startups is actually something I know a lot about. It took oh, so dude. much capital for them to get started that they were never really a mom and pop. Because if you want to buy floors of a building, you need to raise a fuckload of money. But then, even then, I mean, where they're doing it, they probably had to go to a certain event. Fine, just, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. mom and pop. I see what you're whatever. saying. Yeah. So they were like mid cap right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Uh, mid cap means mid capital. Those are just, uh, it's more money than a small capital versus sort of large cap. Large cap can include big companies. Mid, okay, whatever. Let's just go back to what it was. So, you're, um, so in a company, <laughs> like let's just say WeWorks, right? For example, mom and pop fucking corner bodega WeWorks company, right? Yeah. They're on the corner <laughs> and they're growing. They're growing in a, as an industry. They're growing. Uh, they want to open up a second store and a third store. Yeah. After a while, uh, they're going to want to go public. So what this does, it creates an influx of cash for the company. Right. Um, maybe uh, there's sort of different incentives for each uh, financial officer. Uh, it changes the company drastically. Yep. They have to go to an independent firm, much like the big banks and investment companies. They have to go there. Yep. Or where those banks don't touch them. Other people will help them become yeah, public. Go to like There's other ways to do it too. Yeah, it's bullshit. Basically, big companies like Twitter, they went to J.P. Morgan. Little right. companies like whatever asshole did it some other way. Like yeah. went to lawyers and shit like that. Yeah. Other small firms, investment firms. Uh, and they buy those companies and then they uh, make them. They. So what happens is I own, let's just say, for example, I owned WeWorks. Yeah. I go to an investment firm. Yep. The investment firm, and I say, I want you to sell my company and make it public. Uh, I want you to give me an IPO, an initial price got offering. Got it. Yep. What they do is, I want to I want to go public my company. So there's a lot of legal stuff to it, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of regulatory stuff to it. Yep. So what they do is, the investment firm will kind of analyze the company. Mm-hmm. There's two different. Um, ways to analyze it and how they decide the pricing. There's the management side of it and there's the actual what they sell and how much property they own, et cetera. The management side is a big deal too um, because their management setup, they might go like, it's like with Steve Jobs, right? Right. When Steve Jobs died, Apple stock tanked a bit because yeah. he's such a creative genius yes. that they Apple stock needed Steve Jobs to be there. Yeah. 
Uh, and like, if you've got a lunatic running your company, it's thing. not going to exactly. be worth as much. Exactly, it's exactly, because yeah. it's a tank. Even if you have the best product in the world, this yep. guy's a crazy person. Yeah. He's not going to make it go well. That's exactly what happened with WeWork, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, same, the same shit. <laughs> So they you you go over there and they kind of analyze your company. They go over the books. They do everything. They prod and broke everybody, and they eventually they'll go to a regulatory commission and they say to them uh, that investment firm will go to a regulatory commission. And they say we want to we want to know how much shares we can issue of this company. The regulatory commission is the one that decides it. I don't know hmm. what uh, they do specifically. Uh, I can't tell you because I'm not inside sort of these. Uh, big regulation issues, but they're the ones that say, this is how many shares you can be issued about this. So that's how I know as a company, as an investment firm, how much I can sell, then I can price it. Then Got I go it. to, I, I'm an investment firm. Um, I go to my guys and I say, you got some guys. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> uh, my let me, guys. let me talk to one of my guys. And yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, and you go <laughs> buy the, you know, sell this. I want you to sell the stock. I want you to do this. Um, there's also sort of thing the way everything ties in is very complicated too. So I'll go to them and they'll sell it. Right. So that's base. That's the very base of nothing. Baseline. That's baseline. And even that's pretty fucking complicated. Exactly. So, but okay, that's baseline. It gets more complicated because there's different, this is getting, it's getting boring for people. I can imagine. Nah, it's uh, keep it going. There's different like investment firms all over this town. Right. Okay. They sell mutual funds to different. Let's just—I'm using retirement as the most basic ones. Yeah. Uh, they sell either their own mutual funds or they sell mutual funds into retirement accounts of independent companies. Okay, give me an analogy. Okay, so let's just say I am the union. The union. I'm a union guy. Okay. I'm, I'm a union yeah. guy. Or uh, no, okay, okay, fine. I'll do a, another one. Sorry. I'm uh, Wendy's. Okay. I'm Wendy's. You know, my guys work hard for me. Mm-hmm. I want to help them get a 401k. But I, my company flips burgers. We yeah. don't sell retirement plans. I, can, right. I don't know investments. Well, our company can't do that. But I can go to McDonald's. I, I can go to McDonald's. <laughs> I can get, uh, go to McDonald's and start selling the their burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can go to, um, I can go to uh, Merrill Lynch. Okay. And I say Merrill Lynch. Get me a 401k program for all my employees. Merrill Lynch knows how many employees I have. They're fucking excited. Yeah. They want to fucking sell and set up a 401k for us, right? Yeah. So they do that. They shove in a bunch of different mutual funds that they sell. Yeah. <coughs> Just real quick, 401k. What about it? What is it for the, for uh, the It's layman. a retirement program yeah. for people, usually given to you uh, – through your company, actually, through your, it's, it's a set time. of like super safe stocks, essentially. Not right? necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. The, hmm. Don't forget, these are all. This is what I'm trying to go into the whole thing. Got it. So, the, a mutual fund is a bunch of different stocks, either related to an industry or related to a price range of income. Got it. Uh, so, mutual fund can be chopped up stocks. So, let's just say sometimes. Uh, uh, you have uh, a large cap. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Large cap means large capital. Those tend to have companies. They tend to have stocks of different companies that make more money. Give me some companies. Uh, Apple, <laughs> Apple, Netflix. Netflix. Like gi- these giant companies. Exactly. They, they chomp them in there. Yep. And there's different breakdowns for it. If you go on your 401k statement, you actually see 
what your large cap companies are. They usually break it down for you, but it's usually hidden in the paperwork. Right. They intentionally don't want people looking at that and they're going to yeah, go, yeah. At the very least, you might see a breakdown of what your 401k is involved in. So right. something that's gotten really popular in the last couple of years is mutual funds that are ethical in nature. So they have like mm. non-warlike stuff or environmental stuff, shit like for the hippies. So nobody's, yeah, nobody's investing in Lockheed Martin or something Essentially, like that. yes. They, and okay. you can do that. That's yeah. fine. So this sure. big company now is setting up a 401k for you. They're excited. Uh, but you know, they have to have stocks in there. So when the, and we're going back to the original one. Now we works mm -hmm. when I'm selling my company, we works this investment firm to help me sell off. Right. Yeah. And you can kind of see just now, just the way I'm talking about it general, I'm not even going specifics. I'm going general with everything. You see already how it's already tangled in with one each other. Right. Everything right. is sort of tangled in right now. So this company we works and I'm selling yep. through my investment firm that helped me out and they're going to sell it and make a profit on it. Yeah. They take, a lot of times they'll sell that and they'll sell that to other rival investment firms too. Yeah. Because they buy it up. JP Morgan's right. like, oh shit. Merrill Lynch got WeWorks. We want some of that. Yeah, so we want JP some Morgan of that because we think it's going to be a good Lynch. company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they buy it up yep. at better than retail or something. Like they sure. buy it at retail price. Yeah, yeah. But they know it can go up in price. Yeah. Which is why the IPO, the initial price offering, is such a big deal. Yeah. Because if it goes down day of, they're kind of like, oh, oh shit. shit. This is other worthless. investment firms aren't going to go buy it. Basically. No, or it won't or sell as fast. Too. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not going to sell as fast. It'll still sell. Right. That happened to Facebook first. I know. I remember that because when the IPO went out, I was going to buy some. Mm -hmm. And then it tanked. And it went from like, I think, 4 to the 20 or something like that. And I was like, no, go nowhere. And then now if you see it, it's like a lot more, obviously. But like, obviously. Yeah, I mean. Duh. They do run the world now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like in that sense. Um, yeah. Got it. So they, no. Okay. Again, just talking about it. So now. Um, now this company is selling off my stock of WeWork, chunks of it, to different companies, different investment firms, or individual people buying it. You know, yeah. whatever. It can be either yeah, or. Yeah, I can go on what? They got have apps and shit for that. Basically. Like Robinhood, you can, they're yeah, advertising. Exactly, you exactly. You go on there, you name yeah, but a stock, Robin you Hood, buy a one lot, right there. Individually, yes, fine. Yeah. But Robinhood, um, the, the reason they don't really, uh, a lot of those guys, they're not... Unless you're working for a chop shop or something like that, which those are like the smaller investment firms that they mm -hmm. they they, they like could have boutique stuff. Not even no like individual investment firms that are smaller. They oh, okay. kind of incentivize those guys a little more, but they're selling off large amounts of it. Like um, if you go to any financial advisor or financial planner, any kind of typical sort of mid level guy who at most would cap out about four hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, which is not a lot of money. No, in this industry, right. Uh, at most four hundred thousand um, dollars, those guys they don't really sell stock because they don't really yeah. make an incentive on it. Right. It's more for keeping the relationship. They'll sell stock, but they like make almost nothing. For them, the real money is mutual funds because mutual funds. So now we go back. Now <laughs> I'm at WeWorks. Now, if you remember the story, I can't believe the economy is ever going to fail with how uncomplicated yeah. it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going back to WeWorks. I'm WeWorks. I'm selling my company. You, the investment firm, is selling this company for me to other investment firms. They're buying it, putting it in their packages, and selling it off. A mutual fund, as we remember, is a sort of product. They mix up different things into it. They could be either related to a certain industry. So you have energy mutual funds that have different energy companies in there. Yeah. Because you might think the energy department is due, right. is due for something. I'm like, ooh, renewable energy is going to start being a thing. Exactly. Mobile starting to get into exactly. it. Exactly. Like everyone exactly. else is going to follow suit. I exactly. Get into energy. Because if one company yeah. does well in the energy industry, so does everyone else in the energy industry. Because right. everyone's involved in that. Everybody. So. <laughs> 
that being said, uh, a mutual fund is that. It's a bunch of different little things. Yep. But when you buy a mutual fund, you kind of buy them through uh, an organization, a person, a financial advisor, financial planner, et cetera, mm-hmm. for the layman, the average person, right? Yeah. This is not a big company. We're talking about we're talking about you, mama, pop, me, whatever, right? Any person listening to this right now, you want to buy a mutual fund? Any advisor on any banking system will be more than happy to help you out. Unfortunately, uh, mutual funds, uh, there's two, there's a couple of negatives and positives. Advisors, planners, the people who are, the person who's right in front of me helping me out, mm-hmm. they usually make a dollar amount after a certain dollar amount you invest. Got it. So they're not going to so give too get, much shits about you. Yeah. If so if you, you give them like a hundred bucks, they're going to be like, ah, I'm not. No, even be like, no, they would. They would literally tell you, I, I can't do anything with that. Yeah. And say they'll direct you to the what a lot of banks now are doing and mutual funds because they know the new investor, the millennial investor, doesn't necessarily have as much money as their parents did. Correct. So what they're doing now is they created a whole new system, like Robinhood. Uh, they created uh, a whole new system where people can invest like ten thousand dollars, and as their wealth grows over time. They're loyal to you because you, Robin Hood, are the ones that they have right. in there. Most people who open a bank account don't usually move banks that often because they just it's annoying for them. Right. Same thing with investments. Why would they move? Oh, man. Because most people, they know the laziness yeah. of people. If I send you a rebate card in the mail, yeah, uh, and I just said, mail this back to me, and you will get $100. It's like a 50-50 shot. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Quick, quick interlude on what my fucking roommate did because he actually did try and uh, move – banks but his dumbass what he did was he uh he went into chase i think and he was going to move everything to like capital one or some some okay. other group and uh so he had like he had like five grand in a in an account or whatever he's like i'm just gonna take it all out put it right in there you can do that yeah the problem that he ran into is that his license was expired when he did it okay and so it got flagged for fraud and yeah. so he had to like do all these like hoops. We're on like month number three of him not having access to this money, and I keep having he like he keeps having to pay me in cash so I can go pay rent for him. And I'm not sure where he's getting the cash, but it's like it's just this whole. This is not meant to make a point. This is just a That's dumb weird. fucking story. That's so weird. But yeah, <laughs> if you if your license expired, I mean technically you. Well, yeah, they were like, oh, somebody's trying to steal your identity. And he's like, no, it's me. And they're like, well, why did you use this re- uh, expired license? Well, well so it should have been it's one of the pains that's in at, my life right now. No, but it should have been stopped at the. Yeah, that sounds weird totally. because it usually gets stopped at the window or something. Like that's that. what I. That's uh, not a, that yeah. seems too far fetched. It might be. I'm actually telling you right now. What, what bank did he use? I don't know. He could have been lying. <laughs> I kind of sounds like a lie. I'm not going to lie. Just talking about it now. It, there's either yeah, now that I say it out loud, it's a little there's, fishy. There's two ways I can go. So either there's more to the story, which is very plausible. Very possible. Because when you have that level of fraud, because I've seen that before. I've seen that level of fraud, and I've yep. seen banks be held, uh, sort of bank accounts be held for like three months, uh, or five or six months sometimes, Yeah. Uh, when they're sort of investigating stuff like that. Uh, that's one. Or he's lying. Occam's razor. The simplest solution yeah. is the answer. Yeah. I just, for whatever reason, he's lying. He the the one thing I'll give him is he is the type of person that would fuck that up somehow. So that's that's the only. It's like years of living with this guy that I'm like, yeah, that makes sense that you would have this happen to you. Yeah, or uh, well, there's yeah. a tertiary reason, but I don't want to speculate. But <laughs> no, please, if I were to speculate <laughs> on this guy, what I would say he's is he's actually a male prostitute. No, uh, no, no, no. He uh, he deposited a fraudulent check, and they froze uh, his bank account. 
That's possible. Yeah. I could see that. So that I don't know. The banks looked unkindly on that. Hopefully this recording doesn't show up in a court case. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be we'd be secondary. I'm speculating. Yeah. And you're a right. secondary. Actually, they would, I'm also speculating. They could subpoena you, technically. I actually haven't speculated. All I did was laugh at your speculation. Okay, fine. Fair <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Officers, we're don't, don't arrest us. All okay. right, so uh, go back to what you're now, talking about. Okay, so. <clears throat> so you've, you're, uh, yeah, sorry, go on. You forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I didn't know how to word it exactly. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to let you go ahead. So we're, so everything's, like I said, everything's tied in. So you have these newer sort of investment systems that they have. Um, sort of Chase has their investment app that they tied into their mobile phone. Yeah. Uh, Merrill, Bank of America has one. <coughs> Robinhood has an investment app. Um, they also have, they also have, there's a bunch of them out now, and they they're specifically targeting the millennial generation, people with only like ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars, which is not. There's nothing. Nothing. It is absolutely nothing. It's actually laughable to think that that's money. Yeah. Which like I mean that's a generational thing that we think that is uh, amount it's of so money, sad. but it's because we don't realize how much money our parents fucking have. Well, except for me, I was <laughs> an immigrant, so that was the most. Well, money I, I, ever I guess saw. I'm talking about middle middle class America. Yeah, for real. The the millennials that grew up there think that their parents are like, oh, they you know they're middle class, they don't have that much money, and then like, oh, their parents have a fuckload of money, yeah. and then our parents have way more money than we do. For real. Whew. So, um, yes, they're they're trying to make it easier on millennials, 10, 20K. The problem with that, like, you get what you put into it. And so the fact that you're, like, they're setting this up for 10K is, and it's almost pointless. <laughs> yes. So now here we, here we go into the pricing part of it. So you're paying $10,000 for mutual funds, stuff like yep. that, right? You're, what people think is um, it's like buying when you buy stock. A mutual fund's different. Mm -hmm. They charge you on percentages. That's percentages how advisors and, and all those guys. So if you put in 10K and you get a 10% return on investment. No, 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 no. They would take a no, chunk of that no, 10%. No, 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 no. Go back. If you put in 10K, they're charging you 1% on 10K. Oh. It's usually what the fees are. There's management fee, advisory fees. Uh, there's different fees or whatever. But there's, it's usually like 1%, 1 1.2, 1 1.5. Well, that's 100 bucks. Uh, that's 100 bucks. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it is 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> for them It's a numbers nothing. game. They're just hoping that 30 million people all do it. Yeah, and it's it's them charging that. But it, it can go up to 5%. That's a lot. Think about it. That's $500. Because an advisor fee is 1%. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, management fee could be two, three percent. Right. These different percentages on fees count for different ways. But it's Purchase and then you have fees. to. I mean, you put it in there and they they take their fee or whatever. But they're really just they're holding it, and the hope is that the stock market keeps going up at what average of average over the United States is like seven percent a year or whatever. So technically, if you subtract the fees, you're only gaining two percent on your ten k. Correct. Oh, man. Seems like a scam. It isn't. If you <laughs> know how... If you don't have high fees. Sort of. If you don't have high fees, which is a lot of these companies are also advertising. They're like, 
you know, drop the other base um, with investment fees. Charles Schwab doing that right now? They're like no fees unless you make money or some shit. Yes, I don't fucking know what they. I was like, this, that's too good to be true. Yeah, there's no is, way. There's, look at the fine print. There's no way it's anything that's too good to be true. Usually is, especially with banks and regulatory fees and investments. Fuck out of my face. Don't yeah. don't fucking sell me that shit. <laughs> but then, okay, so now banks. Let's just say they'll do that. Not, not even Chuck. Forget Chuck for a second. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'll do that special sort of award stuff like that intentionally. They want you to come over to them with your money uh, because let's just say it's not a lot of money. Right. You're bringing over 30000 but it's going to grow over time. Yep. On top of that, you're going to keep putting into it. Moreover, from there, uh, if they're a bank also tied into an investment firm, uh, they can have your depository accounts and your direct mm. deposit and your savings account that you don't want to invest and maybe down the line you want to buy a mortgage. And on top of that, uh, lines of credit, credit cards. There's yeah. so many things yeah. that these banks see your potential. Helping you move. Um, I remember when they taught me this specifically. Your direct deposit, having in one bank, can make the difference between your entire relationship coming over or not. If your direct wait, deposit... Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. A person getting their direct deposit into a bank account is the majority difference of whether or not they're going to stay with your bank. Oh, got they, it. There's a certain, right. yeah. If you bring over your direct deposit, there's, I forgot the exact number where there was like a, it was like six, it was a huge percentage chance. Yeah. Of like yeah. Yeah. Then I'm not fucking changing that. Yeah. Cause they're, I mean, unless you get somebody right to chase right now, unless you get somebody in there that are trying to influence them and stuff like that. Right. I need a new job, honestly. Like if I got a new job and a new bank at the same time, maybe I'd flip it over. Yeah, exactly. But the odds of that or happening another at the bank same time are so. So, so what you're saying when that when they offer these deals is essentially they're trying to do what what Amazon is doing to the retail market, which Absolutely. is just make everything super cheap, make yep. it as as uh, as as pretty as sexy as possible, and then get you on the numbers game. Correct. It's just like, oh, I had a great experience with them. I'm gonna keep using them. Yep. And especially now that since the banks have all consolidated and there's only like a handful of them now. I mean, sure. A, well, besides after the crash, but still. Right. There's it, the consolidation of all these banks like really like created uh, less competition, just like what you see in the airlines now. Yeah. Like JetBlue, all Dude, these guys. They're, so bad. There's just no way you can get a bank in now. If you wanted to open a mom and pop shop, which they have in Queens, they have some mom and pop banks. Oh, you got to go credit union, right? Yeah, like exactly. that's the only thing you can do to exactly. start some sort of some sort so, of bank like thing. Now that now we've just been talking about mutual funds and which if you remember, chopped up stocks from mm -hmm. either the same industry, different industry, pricing, whatever. Yep. Uh mutual stock of course is the breakdown of a company into individual shares that you sell or own a percentage of ownership. You have a percentage of ownership. Now, if you know that part, there is something called options. Options are a lot of fun. Mm. Everything else we've been talking about is more like um, sort of long term. If you look at the stock market over a long enough period, everyone talks about how it's going down, going down, going down, yeah. going up, going up. It's only ever gone up in the history of the stock market ever. Right. When you bet on an individual stock, one individual company, that company can fail and you can lose everything. Yeah. So when Sears, if Sears goes fully bankrupt, uh, the stock could be zero and worth nothing. Same I thing think with WeWork. They WeWorks. already got bought by uh, uh, by PE Shop. Yeah, I think they did. But. Before they had to go bankrupt. Right. But um, <laughs> WeWorks, for example, if I went bankrupt tomorrow with my company, WeWorks, the stock would be worthless. Yeah. All the the people who get paid out first is creditors, mm -hmm. then the stockholders, yep. then the preferred stockholders, then the common stockholders, then the last one is the actual employees and shit like that. Yep. It kind of sucks. 
It does suck. It does suck. Which, I mean, yeah, you don't want it to go. You never want it to go bankrupt. If you're buying stocks, you're you're probably going to read the signs and sell before it goes bankrupt. Correct. Right? Most people do, but sometimes the company bounces back, and that's how people lose money also. Yeah. Which is really fucked up. And that's how some people gain a shitload of money. That's correct. Um, okay. Uh, so I, just, I just heard an example of, of that happening. When? Um, but I... Uh, shit i forget um quick quick interlude so uh i think actually uh michelle wolf said this on a podcast one time because she also used to work in uh finance but um she was saying that like the stock market isn't the only downturn in the stock market that you have to worry about is the downturn that happens right when you want to retire correct if because if you can ride it out for another five or six years, it'll yeah, who all gives come a back. shit? Exactly. But the people that get fucked are the are ones, the ones that, that are like sixty-five to seventy. They have all their money in, in which the is stock the worst case scenario. Yeah, and then they have to work for another five, ten years for their money to come back, or they take all their fucking money out when it's worth nothing. Correct. And then they want to try and buy it back when it starts to go back up, but correct. Just At that point, it's over a loss. Yeah, exactly. Right. Got it. Okay. There's no such thing as loss in the stock market unless you. It's. And even profits, they're called paper profits. Um, the only way you can really lose is if you bet on an individual stock. Right. When you bet on an index or and you bet on with mutual funds, yeah, you're gonna be just fine. Yeah, over a long enough period, you're fine. Right, you're not gonna have like a big ass payday. Like no, no like no. you have to buy individuals. Like if you bought a shitload of individual stock in Apple or Facebook, you could be rich. Oh right yeah, now. fucking. You're never gonna get rich. Doing mutual funds, what you are going to have is a nice retirement. Correct, which is what most people want anyway. They don't right. really give a shit about anything else. And they, yeah. you hear the word stock market, mutual funds, uh, stocks, you know, things like that. People get scared. That's not real gambling. Right. This is real gambling. Options gambling. Okay. Now, options. That's the actual, me. like, the gambling part <laughs> of it. <laughs> that's options. The, the high rollers. I got a billion dollars to throw yeah, $100 yeah. Million at this thing. Uh, long and put, um, which is... Took me a while. I think this is the hardest section for me to really understand. In the uh, all right, let's keep it. Let's keep it slow. Let's keep it simple. So you can bet that a stock is going up, or you can bet that a stock is going down. So that's what. Wait, is that what shorting a stock is yes. like in the big short? Long and put, yeah. Short and put. That's no, long and put. Okay. But yeah, when you're shorting a stock, yes. Got it. So you're you're saying, it depends on. There's different tools for it, and then even that. Options is a different beast altogether, too, because it's basically just gambling. That's gambling. Yeah. <laughs> You're, it's educated guessing gambling, but sure. that's gambling. Right. It's way it's like 52% different. When, uh, Holy gambling. shit. That's, in fact, I was, uh, by the firm I was working for, they specifically said I couldn't do speculative trading. And options is one of those trading formats. Like, no, that was just for you. They didn't trust you specifically. Yeah, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah, they were like, your partners, they're fine. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're done. They uh, <laughs> No, any, any partner of the firm that was licensed, or I think even anyone in the firm, they were like, you cannot do speculative trading. If you do speculative trading, you are... You're fired. Yeah, that's it. Good. No go, no thing, whatever. I like that. As someone who... Why? Because now, like, if I have... Uh, if I'm working with a financial advisor, that's a protection on the consumer. Essentially, how so? It says that nobody's gonna go run with my money on this high no, risk. No, 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 no. Right? You're, you're misunderstanding me. I, the individual, not my clients. Oh, all right. I now thought you were saying different. that they were banning you from doing no, it with your no, clients, no, 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 and no. I was like, yeah, thank God. No, you're but talking. <laughs> so, but again, now we're talking about different things here. When 
uh, with, again, with these investment firms, when they're working with bigger firms and bigger companies and different individuals with more money, they there are more options available to them. Is, Hence the options. They have yeah, options. Yeah, yeah. Is the so, reason they wouldn't let you do it is so you didn't lose all your money and then try and do something risky with your with their clients? I, no, because, well, besides that, I mean, every single, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway because there's, we have, besides there's computer, like computer models, it wouldn't let you go past a certain thing, right? Got it. Uh, but on top of that, I have my partner and he's the one setting up the model. He wouldn't do that. On top of that, we have to send the paperwork down to back office and they had to verify and make sure and look everything over. Like this guy's investing in this much risk, but he only has $10,000 in savings and he's putting hundred, like we, they wouldn't let us do certain things. Got it. That's uh, smart. Yeah. There's a whole network. I know people say like, she's about banks, but like there's a whole network of people stopping you from being too stupid, or too risky. If you work with somebody, you mean like the mortgage crisis? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's different. That's it is different because nobody knew how risky it was. Yeah, but that's but those <laughs> now are now you can't do that. Shit. Those are the upstairs guys. Yeah, you, you think you're forgetting like those guys are different. Not to mention, I'm not forgetting. I never knew. Oh, there's uh, different so levels just, of all this shit. All you're, right, there's you're, levels to this. I'm shit, talking man. about like the most basic. <laughs> All right, but you're talking about options. I didn't mean to derail okay, that okay. Uh, completely. I do want to know like how that all works. It's actually this is the hard options for me was actually the hardest thing I studied in school. Uh, it was like okay, in school, fucking school, and like in the testing. Uh, so as it works, is they're borrowing the stock from someone else. Usually, it's never really you can't borrow your own stock or bet against it or for it. Let's see my diagram write this on the board uh sort of there is an investment firm right so yeah investment firm right here right yeah you are here and i am here where does here mean uh, this is going to be really tough to translate into uh into a oh, podcast um, um i think it might just be better for you to try and talk it out yeah try and talk it through okay so there's an investment firm um and they are the ones that have the options for sale Okay. The investment firm gets the stock usually from themselves. In this case, usually from themselves um, because they're an investment firm. There's different ways to do it. It's usually three people involved. Me and you betting against each other Yeah. through the investment firm who provides the stock for us to borrow. Got it. They make money because they charge, they charge me or other guy a premium yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I'm holding a contract. Options means I have the option, but not the, I have the option, but not the, not requirement. What's another word for it? Obligation. Obligation to sell the stock. I have the option to do this. Got it. So those contracts for different things, there's usually a time frame for it. There's a premium for every so often that you're holding on to it, depending on the individual contract. On top of that, um, there is so that's how they make money. That's how the investment managers sort of yeah make money on it. Got because it. they make money off of you holding it. Right. Then someone else is over here on the other side of that, kind of betting against you. So it's like two people. Me and if there was three people in this room. Yeah, yeah. You're the investment firm. Okay. This guy over here Bob. and me. And I'm saying I think that stock's gonna go belly up. And yep. he goes, No, I don't think it's gonna go belly up. Yeah. Uh, and we go, well, we're doing a bet. 
okay, cool. We can't use our own stock. Right. We don't own that stock. Right. Or we do own the stock. We can't just bet our own stock. So we go to you and you go, listen, boys, I'll let you borrow my stock. You can borrow my stock. For a fee. For a fee. Yep. And that's how you make money on that. Yep. And we go, oh, yeah, perfect. And we're going to bet against that. I'm not owning – we're not, at no point do we own the stock. Yeah. We have contracts that he will pony up the money difference. So with the contract is it's me stating at this specific price point. So let's I, say 20 bucks. Yeah. Just so for I'm, math's sake. Sort of. I'm saying that um, anything past a certain point of where it is, you're, he's going to pay me the difference. Got it. He's the one on the hook for that. Okay. So the difference, that's how I make money on this. Because you buy $10,000 worth of options. Yeah. And the stock goes $3 underneath what we sort of set. I make that plus $3. But it can go even lower. It can go to $5. Yeah. 10 This guy's on the hook for that shit. Yeah. And you're also the one still responsible kind of for like backing up this whole thing in the first place. The investment bank is. Sort of, yeah. Okay. Because you're lending us your stock. Right. But you're still sort of... Your hands are still in the cookie jar too. Yeah. Just because you're making premiums on it and stuff. Yeah. So I'm so essentially I'm sitting back here. I if if, now we're, that's going, how, if we're going with a gambling this analogy. Is ideal. This is ideal. I'm I'm like you're the, the house. house with let's say there's a poker oh, game Jack. going on. Yeah, and blackjack. Well, blackjack is one is you and the investment manager. This is more like poker where it's just the two of you playing. I'm the house and I'm saying, all right, it's a blank buy in. You got to buy in and you guys are each like, okay, I got 10 grand. I got 10 grand. And then as we bet back and forth, I don't pay anything to you guys. You guys are essentially paying each other. I'm just the playing table. Correct. But this is where things get complicated. Uh, It's an options contract. So because it's an obligation, I can forget about it. It can go. Ex- I can go expired on it. Wow. Yeah. Once it hits the expiration <laughs> date, that's it. You're fucked. And you're lost. It was an option. Yeah. I had an option to do so. Right. So I don't. I'm not obligated to. Yeah. He's not obligated to pay out. And you can be like, well, fuck off. <laughs> you yeah. lost your time frame on that, which I've heard has happened before. I'm sure it has. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of one aspect of it. Another one is if I go directly through the investment firm. Let's uh, let's actually take a break here. I got to switch out the the batteries. We'll okay, be cool. right back. And we're back. All right. So we're talking about options. They're gambling. You're not allowed to do it at your day job because it's too what too risky. Why why are it's you speculative? Forbidden? They only allow sort of investments and long term stuff. Options are speculative. You can't. It's speculating because you know I think this might happen versus I'm fairly certain this is happening. Right, happening. Right, which is why, yeah. So it's essentially like uh, so a regular stock is you're betting against the market as a whole. An option you're betting against one other guy on what the market's about to do. Sort of, yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah. It's uh, one's guessing and one is going uh, best guess. It's two different things. So what do we, I mean, yeah. So, so your overarching point here is that, um, I, the, the economy doesn't ever just go down for any length of time. No, it, it always comes back. Right. Always. So as long as you don't need your money while we're in a recession, correct. You're good. That's the catch. Okay. 
That's so, the only real catch. So, so really, and it's, it's only so affects old people. Well, no, no. <laughs> There's effects when you're going to take your money out. Yeah. Not to mention that uh, on top of that, if you do, if you bet on individual stocks, mm-hmm. you can lose there, and you can lose everything, and you can lose it overnight. Yeah. So that's different. An individual stock can cost you everything because that might not be coming back. Correct. Ooh. Not to mention <laughs> that'd be tough. Uh, sort of different companies. So energy, there's different types of stocks, individual stocks. So mm-hmm. there's uh, someone that pay dividends and that's what makes them uh, a little more attractive to investors because yep. there's not much fluctuation in them, but they'll pay out a lot of money. So every three months as a little gift, if they make a good profit, they give the stockholders some money back. Right. So for the stockholders, they go, well, this company's not, fluctuating stock price that much but it's fairly safe and i make some money every three months right uh there's that's an yeah, income they made stock. a profit in q1 so i'm getting a dividend correct, correct got it that's an income stock there's also growth stocks which over a certain amount of time will get you some like growth mm-hmm. as the name describes there's blue chip stocks, which trade on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Yep. Oh, I should have explained what that was. The S&P, right? I mean, isn't No, that's it, the Dow Jones. So the okay. blue chips are Dow Jones. Can I take a guess at, at the Dow? Isn't it just an aggregate of a, of a bunch of Correct. Uh, publicly traded companies? No, so it's an it's aggregate of... Average? No, it's an aggregate of safe publicly traded companies. So give me some companies that are on the Dow. J.P. Morgan. Okay. Uh, like Lockheed Boeing. Martin. Boeing. Lockheed Martin. These are companies Boeing's not that, safe anymore. They keep killing people. I know, but like <laughs> their, their stock is still worth hundreds. Oh, yeah. You're, so the Dow Jones only allows certain companies to have a certain amount of value to them on them. So these are strong uh, companies. Interesting. Which is why when Bank of America stock dipped all the way to $5 or $4 a share, what they did was consolidate. So if you had 100 shares mm-hmm. of Apple stock, one day you got a letter in the mail that said you now own 10 shares of Apple stock, but you have them at $40 a share versus $4 a share of a hundred stock. It's still the exact Uh, same value, but you have a lot less stock. Right. So they consolidated stock to keep their stock price up. It's manipulating the stock price. They do that sometimes. Sometimes they'll split the stock. They'll make more stock price to keep the stock right. price down. I knew that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't also never realize the they did it the other way. Bank Interesting. of America does So that. when Bank of America is at $5, like, and I don't know shit about investing, but okay. I feel like I, people should have bought that. I mean, it's fucking Bank of America, right? Or was this before people knew this that Obama was going to bail them out? Failing. This is back when... So nobody knew if they exactly, were going to be bailed exactly. out. Exactly. Got it. Ba- it happened to WAMU. WAMU failed completely. Yeah. That was back Who's when this could have happened. Uh, bank that completely failed? Lehman Brothers. Yes. That one. Yeah, I mean, that would be a, that would be a really tough... These guys... Uh, fa- like, this okay. was a time where that could have been a real possibility. Like, the, yeah. it could have been gone and that's it. Uh, so they had to consolidate to stay on the Dow Jones. Yeah. I uh, actually, I, I want to get into this a little bit more uh, in another episode, but essentially I want to I want to talk to you about how like politics can can influence this shit. A hundred percent. Oh, I know it can. I just want to get into the, like, like for instance, uh, like, like, let's say Google gets broken up. Their stock. I mean, I mean, what, same, what happens to their stock? Well, there's precedents there because besides the 1920s, most recently, notably around... 
30 years ago, I believe, uh, Microsoft was broken up into two different companies. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. I forget what the other company was. Uh, it was a different form of Microsoft. But it was two different companies they broke it up into. Is what? Yeah, but what happened to it? Did Microsoft just buy it again? No, it go just, under. It works under the umbrella. I mean, it, oh, so it's like Google under Alphabet, basically. Interesting. Yeah, same the, way, the same way really Berkshire Hathaway has is the umbrella company for all these other companies. Yeah. Same thing. The Amazon is the umbrella company over AWS and all these right. other forms of it. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, Facebook's got Instagram. They got. Correct. Oculus, they got yeah. Correct. I see what you're saying. See? So, so it's so. Let's say, let's actually get into that. Let's say I want to invest in Oculus. I think VR is going to be the way of the future. We're all going to live in this dystopian like uh, center where all of us live in a VR world. Am I essential? Can I buy stock in Oculus and not buy it in Facebook, or do I have to essentially buy stock in Facebook to encourage them to continue? <laughs> doing things with oculus it depends on how they do it i mean i can't say specifically so the oculus is operating if you're talking about oculus the company yeah and they're operating specifically under their own llc and their own company and the company has stock you just go to oculus and buy them just because you're supporting oculus does it you are supporting facebook by supporting oculus unfortunately yeah and you are supporting facebook by supporting instagram and right their data stuff oh but yeah but I mean, technically, I can't uh, wait till there's a huge class action lawsuit for everybody to get their data back, and it just eliminates Google. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. Be like what's going on with Purdue Pharma right now? No, well, Google would still <laughs> operate. They just wouldn't work in the public sector, but the, yeah. the government stuff and the private. Yeah, companies. I mean, their their cloud services are just. I mean, you make so much money off the fucking cloud. But I believe it. This isn't a technology uh, uh, episode. Okay, so <laughs> we can do that another time too. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, okay, so what you're like, essentially, what for for the average person? Let's let's take this all together. What do you do? How do you go get some stock? Uh, you can go let's on. say let's say I'm 25. I got 10k. I want to get into this. What are the what are the first three four steps? Uh, first you have to ask yourself, what are your goals? Okay. My goals are, uh, to maybe get, uh, essentially hedge my bet, put a lot of it into a very safe thing and then have like a chunk of it that, uh, I could put into a risk, a riskier situation. Okay. Is that possible with 10 K? Let's, should we go hundred K? You can do 10 K. Okay. But I mean, your gains are going to be amazing. They're not going to be amazing. No. All right, let's go 100k for this. For Why? This don't do that. No. Be realistic. Be realistic with the average. Person. I don't have 10k. For being realistic, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not doing this. You could do a hundred dollars every <laughs> single paycheck, and after a few years, that money's going to grow. Well, I have that in my 401k. There you go. But you yeah. can also do that with an outside brokerage account. You're forgetting that part. I okay. mean, you're there's other ways to save money. And that the brokerage account is going to make you more money than your savings account ever will. So how do we get a brokerage account? You just the same way we've talked about. You just go on these individual sites like either Robinhood. Uh, there's that coin, not coin. It's like the one where they take your money and they put it. They take the extra leftover stuff, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've actually one. thought it because that that would actually. Yep, that's another I would one. Use that. They round up. Uh, the big banks all have brokerage accounts like that because they know there are investors that have about $10,000, $5,000. Yeah. They want to invest in it. They want to get their hands on. There are also, um, so that's what I would do. 
Okay. And I put money away every single paycheck. Is there a fee for taking it out? Because I know the 401k. No, it, no can there's usually you you gotta pay there's usually a percentage fee. Okay. Remember, that's how they make their money. Well, right. So it's so it's not like a, like I can go into my savings account tomorrow and fucking drain it if I wanted to. Correct. But the broker, it's a little more Correct. risky, is what you're saying. But what you're saying is, if you can we, leave it in there, it's yes. worth it. We also expect. Okay, so when we have people invest, we expect them to have a six month safety net. So if you lost your job, you can survive for six months on your savings account without having to touch your investments. Got it. So um, that's the one thing. Now, is that a golden rule? Yes. Is that? <laughs> I think you're just saying no. That really caught me off guard. That is, <laughs> is that almost entirely necessary? Yes. yes. But what I'm about to say. Just, you could do it the other way, too. Is this could be the brokerage account could be your side account. And that's how you save up money individually. That's the whole point of this. I mean, with the, that's that's six months with the advisor. Right. We're not talking about the advisor. We're talking about the smaller investment accounts. So they they know that this is people kind of putting money away to have it grow slowly over time. For the average investor, you're gonna make what two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, five hundred bucks. Yeah. That's exponentially more than you'd make in a savings account. Most savings account rates are about 1.5% right yeah. now. You get a, C, a spicy CD for 2%. God. And that's if, you, that's if you lock in at five years. Yeah, I know. I'm not joking. That's no, I know. My dad had me do when I was growing up. He's like, all right, all this money from your grandparents, we're going to put it in a $1,000 CD, and it's going to get more interest. That's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. Back during Reaganomics time, the CD. I mean, it made me like five years. It made me like... 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Yeah, but no one talks about how, uh, you know where it balances out? What? Uh, no. Interest rates also correlate with inflation. True. So I mean, that's the whole job of the Fed, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they will get, I think that that'll have to go into the politics. Uh, oh, portion okay. That'd be fun. Okay. The Fed and, uh, and how political. Yeah, most people are like the Illuminati. Oh, what yeah. is that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, the Illuminati pretty much controls all of it. That's how so. they see it. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, the average person. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's it's so fucking complicated. I mean, that's the first problem. And if like, I'm sure that's not accidental either. No, definitely not. I mean, everybody needs a barrier to entry. Bringing it back to the, the airlines that you're saying, like the reason it's an oligopoly is because it's fucking hard to start an airline. Like you need mm -hmm. so much initial capital. You need planes. And then you realize like, oh, Delta owns all of LaGuardia. Yeah. So I would have to make a deal with them to get my fucking planes into yeah. New York City. You know, like there's there's so much regulatory bullshit like that that not to mention the companies are using to make sure that no there are not disruptors in their space essentially and if i went to lockheed martin and said i want you to design me a plane they'd be like uh we can't do that for you right and they'd be like, they'd be like oh. we got deals with these other guys uh -huh. we can't it's, i mean the the whole cycle's bought up and I'm not saying finance is exactly the same way because it is a little more uh that's only because they want your money Right. Well, it, it, yeah, it just happens that the consumer is the plane in yeah. this yeah, instance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chase can't give us the, the full fuck you because they it's need uh, the tips in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, you know, don't look at them the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap up. So, so just to, to kind of summarize what you're saying, invest your money. 
don't be scared of the stock market because in the long run, <laughs> unless we have a nuclear war, it's going to keep going up at some point Yeah, over the long term. Yes. And saving cool. up a little bit of money over time is just as good as having a lot of money five years from now. Right. Don't wait until you suddenly Correct. have 10 k to go invest. Wait, like throw throw $100 in, $200, yeah. something like that. It's that simple. It's good advice. Cool. Well, thank you for doing this, Daniel. I'll, uh, I'll see you around.